0: Sign up today on the RMM-TV podcast. Satan's end time agent and tool in the earth is called deception. Say it with me, deception. Say it with me, deception. Deception comes through the senses and the senses become overwhelmed with information and becomes enticed and your mental and your mental fortress begins to crumble and become unable to resist a lie then you come under the spell of deception. At that point, you are unable to even identify truth, even when you hear it. That's the power of deception. Deception is supernatural. If you read Matthew 24, the sign that Jesus keeps talking about the most out of all of those horrific things that's happening and they're going to happen, the sign that repeats itself is this. He keeps saying, let no man deceive you. So we know that one of the end time signs of the time is the spirit of deception. And this is what begins to happen. You start to entertain another spirit entity, and now your heart is conditioned to rebel against truth. Now, listen to what the word says. Revelations chapter 2, verse 29 from the Amplified Bible. It's very famous. Listen to this now. It says, he who has an ear to ear. Now, listen to me good. This was not a message to the sinner. This was to the seven churches. And it is a theme that is constantly repeated. Let him that have an ear to hear. So hear me right now. He's not talking to the sinner. He's not talking to the unconverted. He's talking to the church. And he says, let he who has an ear, let him hear and take heed what the Spirit says to the churches. And then Jesus came along and said it like this. In Matthew 11, verse 15, he said it again. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Now, your ear is extremely powerful. We're going to get into that tonight. Your ears are extremely powerful. You say, why? Because your hearing is like your stomach. You say, what do you mean? It digests things. And anything that it digests, it stays in you and it becomes part of you. So your ears are powerful. And I want you to be aware that Romans ten seventeen says what? How does faith come? We know the scripture. It comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. But listen to me now. But God is going to do something. You say, what is he going to do? Write this down. There is an end time circumcision of the ear for God's people to hear again. For a long time, God's people have questioned the voice of God, the word of God. And in most cases, you question those. Who are speaking the word of God. So the issue is not God. The issue are the messengers who are speaking the word of God. Because if the servants of God have an ulterior motive when they speak the word of God. Then when that word is spoken it is perverted. So. I want you to hear it again. I want that that's a rhema word. You let let it come into your spirit strongly. There is an end time circumcision of the ear coming for God's people to hear again. Again. You say why? Because today, God's people, and particularly in America right now, and this is something we're gonna see. In the entire earth, God's people are hearing the word through the filter of politics. And in politics today, most people don't realize it, but they are so patriotic that the word has to fit their patriotism as opposed to understanding. That God is bigger than our politics. He's bigger than our church denominations. He's bigger than our constitution. But the problem today is this. The filter that we have right now, for hearing truth, is it must fit our politics, it must fit our religion, and it must fit our culture. So hear it again now. So now you know why why there's coming a circumcision of the ear for you to hear God again. Now, Israel were a people of covenant, but yet they always struggled with this, and they would always mess up, so much so that judgment would come. Now here, for example, what the scripture says in Jeremiah chapter 6. Jeremiah chapter 6, and I want you to listen to me good, because I'm going to preface it by making this statement. Just like how the Lord said to John on the Isle of Patmos, he said to the church, let him that have an ear to hear, let him hear. He didn't say now, let everybody hear what the Spirit is saying. That was not the statement. He said, let him that happen in. So in other words, now, the distinction right now between the bride and the church, the distinction between the remnant and the church is hearing. It's the ear that you have that identifies who you really are. It's your ear. Listen to what Jeremiah said, what God spoke to Jeremiah the prophet or spoke through Jeremiah. Listen to what he said. He says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, they shall thoroughly glean the remnant of Israel as a vine. Turn back thine hand as a great gatherer into the baskets. And then he says, to whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Listen to what he said now. Behold, their ear is uncircumcised and they cannot hearken. Mark that word, hearken. And they cannot hearken. Behold, the word of the lord is unto them a reproach they have no delight in it now why did he say them why did he say to israel that their ears were not circumcised listen to this now because he didn't just say this to israel Listen to this In the book of Acts God spoke through the apostles To Israel again Acts 7 Verse 51 And hear what he said now He said Ye stiff-necked And uncircumcised In heart And ears, you do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did, so do you. So let's dig this up. We all know what a circumcision is in the natural. But let me tell you the purpose of circumcision. Please write this down. The original purpose of circumcision was for separation and identity. (laughs) Now you know why in Revelations Jesus said to John to the churches, let him that have the ear. It's not to everybody. Just as how it's not everybody that says, Lord, Lord, will enter. Even though the Bible says many will, this is too strong to say, even though we read it. Even though the scripture says many will, and it doesn't say one or two. This is the scary part. See, the church don't teach this. And as you know, we're a supernatural ministry. We move in signs, wonders, and miracles. We see all of that and we move in all that. But hear what the word says. It says a strong rebuke the people who move in signs and wonders and think that that's, that's, that's their drawing card. Listen to what the word says. It says, and many, it didn't say one or two, it says, and many will say in that day, did I not cast out devils? Did I not prophesy? Did I not heal the sick? You see, you see, we think that miracles are just for drawing God. No, you don't understand. The Bible says you're a worker of iniquity. It's very clear. Get back to the book. Hear it again. See, we're not hearing. See, we're not hearing. Many will say, did I not cast out devils? Did I not heal? Many. But it doesn't mean that you have the ear of God. In other words, it doesn't mean that you are hearing God. So the original purpose of circumcision was separation. And that's where we see the word holy again, which means to be what? Cut and separated. And then the second purpose of circumcision was identity. For example, even certain cultures on the earth, one of the ways how they're identified is through circumcision. It's a mark. It's a mark of culture. It's not always a mark of God. But listen to this now. Because this to me is very powerful. Hmm. It was a covenant condition that was required. Write it down. Circumcision was a covenant condition That was required. One of the major purpose of circumcision is the the initiation and activation of covenant. So in other words, where there is no circumcision, there is no covenant. There has to be a cut. Now listen to this now. Now, this is going to get to the faith of God and understanding the voice of God. This is why faith will always be an issue. You say, why? Because we reject the circumcision of the word. There's many characteristics that God's word has to it. And there's many emblems to God's word. The Bible says that God's word is like a hammer that breaks things into pieces. But then it goes to tell us that God's word is a sword. Now, the difference between the hammer and the sword is this the sword is, sorry, the hammer is blunt. (laughs) The sword cuts by design. A sword doesn't just cut everything, it's specific in what it cuts. Like when a doctor is going to do an operation on you and something has to be removed, it's a specific cut. So we understand that without a cut, without a circumcision, you can't be in covenant. You're in your own faith believing for something. For My God. You're in your own faith Believing God for something that you can't get in your own faith because the only way you can get it is if you've been circumcised and you've received the faith, excuse me, you've received the faith of God. So i close, I close that foot again. So this is why faith will always be an issue, because we reject the circumcision of the word. What does the word do? It cuts. Say it with me, it cuts Say it with me again, it cuts Hebrews 4.12 Listen to what it says, Hebrews 4.12 It says, from the Amplified Bible It says, for the word of God Is living And active And full of power Making it Operative Energizing And effective, here it is now It is sharper than any two-edged sword, listen to this now, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and the spirit, listen to this now, the completeness of a person and of both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. That's the word in cutting mode, not the word in breaking mode. The word in cutting mode, it's specific. Now, listen to this now. Because to me, I, this to me, we, 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 we're getting somewhere with this tonight. I can hear a lot of people saying, Ouch, hear this now. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 and 2. It says, And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken. The word hearken simply means to pay attention, take heed. It also means to monitor. It shall come to pass, if thou shalt take heed unto what? The voice, the voice of the Lord thy God. Now listen to this now. There's no word of God that can be absent of faith. So that means every time God speaks, there's a faith imparted to the ear of the ear to be a beneficiary of what that word is saying. So it says, "If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, now hear this now, unto the Lord thy God to observe." So, in other words, the emphasis is not to the emphasis is not to see. The emphasis is to hear. So in other words, what you, what you hear is going to determine what God gives you the ability to see. Now, let me tell you what happens to the time you hear and you see. When you hear, the Bible says what? Faith comes by what? Hearing, and hearing by what? The word of God. Why is it a continual hearing? You say, why? Because there's a circumcision taking place. Mm. To observe and to do all his commandments, which I have commanded thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. And here And all of these blessings... Shall come on thee and overtake thee. Hear this now. If, if thou shalt hearken. Now hear me now. I'm talking to somebody right now. I don't care how much you can visualize something in your own mind. That's make-believe. That's vain imagination. You say why? Because you're imagining it from your flesh. Listen to this good again. The emphasis here is not if you can see. The emphasis here again is this. And I want you to notice, he begins to close the second verse the way he opened with the first verse of Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 2. He says, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, So the emphasis is what to hearken to hear. So hear me now. We now understand that there has never, outside of Adam in the garden, and that's a whole different revelation, outside of Adam in the garden, every covenant required a circumcision, a cutting away of the flesh. In other words, you will not come into the promises of God through the flesh. The word says it's not by my might nor by power, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. This to me is abundantly clear. If thou shalt hearken. Now, do you believe that if you're listening and you're paying attention and you're taking heed, Do you understand that that's where faith is coming from? Now watch this now. Now it's come to you. What does God start to do? Remember what I said to you when I first came up here? Your ear is like your stomach. It digests things. And what starts to happen is this. You start to digest the word. It becomes part of you. Till it becomes you. Till you are this word. Now listen to this now. No one can access the faith of the covenant. This is something I've looked at for many years. I've taught it once. I've taught it again. I taught it in my Bible school in London. No one can access the faith of the covenant without circumcision. Are you willing to be cut? Now, that's the reason why there are times in a relationship, if you're in a relationship with somebody, particularly if it's in a mentoring role or a father and son role, It took Abraham to circumcise Isaac. It was not a doctor that was called in to do it. If if you call somebody your parents in the gospel, they have the authority to circumcise you. In other words, to cut you with the word. Circumcision. Now that sounds like a nice thing to preach and everybody shouts on it, but no, people really don't understand this. Hear what I'm telling you again. There is has never been a covenant since Adam that did not require a circumcision for an initiation into the promises of God. And now we see in the New Testament where the emphasis is a circumcision of where? The ear and the heart. Why the ear and the heart? Where does faith come to? The ear. Where does faith live? The heart. And if you're filtering everything you hear through your education, guess what? You're filtering it through the flesh. If you're filtering the word of God through science, guess what? You're filtering it through the flesh. If you're filtering the word of God through, through culture, you're filtering it through the flesh. Until you come to the place at all. And if you're filtering the word of God through politics, you're filtering it through the flesh. And you know what the word flesh means? There's two things that the word flesh means. Two words, sorry, there's two things that the word word flesh means. It means, number one, the carnal self. In other words, you're trying to have it your way. That's what that implies. And it also implies anything that is absent of the control and the influence of the Holy Ghost, that is biblical definition of the word flesh. So then, what does the Bible then go on to tell us in the end times? One of the signs of the end times is what? That there'll be a people who have what? Itching ears. And people who have itchy ears Can't hear the word They have an alternative purpose For what the word is Or what they want it to be So in other words They twist the word To make it suit their lifestyle To make it suit their denomination Or whatever they think That's what they twist it for So that's what we see And it implies That you are not circumcised. Now hear this now. How can an uncircumcised person access the promises of the covenant? The Bible says all of these blessings will do what? Overtake you. Overtake you. Can you, I want you to have a vision of that. Overtake you right now. Imagine, whatever you are, whatever day you're in right now, imagine your tomorrow, God's already provided for it. Tomorrow, you can safely say, tomorrow, you've got, you, I mean, everything you're believing for, it's in your tomorrow. You say, why? Because the Bible says, the blessing of the Lord will do what? Overtake you. But hear me, if I am not circumcised, I can't have the faith of the covenant. So, this covenant requires a circumcision. I want to say this to you tonight God's promises are living, they are active. And they're looking for a people to fulfill itself too. But you can't talk about a promise if we don't realize that the origin of all promises or uh, let me back up, that the origin of all promises and blessings is covenant. And hear me now. For me to have the faith of the covenant, I've got to be circumcised. Hear me, my hearing has got to be circumcised. In the book of Acts, the apostles spoke hard to the children of Israel and said, you, are not, you have not been circumcised in your heart, nor your ears. And in church today, when we do not want to hear the truth, It means we are rejecting circumcision. And if you reject circumcision, guess what? It simply means you don't have the faith of God. I want you to lift your hands up right now with me. Because this is so cut and so clear. It's so clear. Restoring the voice of God. Can I tell you something? You know something about when you know the voice of God? You don't have to ask if it's God. As you begin to grow in the voice of God, you don't need to ask two, three, four people, is that God? You say, why? Well, the simple words that Jesus said is what? My sheep, what? Know my voice. A stranger's voice that will not follow. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my God. People, lift your hands up right now. Let the circumcision of the ear take place where the only voice you hear and know is the voice of God. And you will never, ever again struggle to believe God again. Oh, my God, of mercy. I want you to lift your hands up before God right now. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my God. Lift your hands up, people. Lift your hands up, people. Oh, oh yes, the presence of the Lord is here. Father, right now, I ask you right now to do what you said, which is that you will do a circumcision in the hearing of your people because there is no faith without your voice. Father, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that all the baggage, oh, my God, that has been attached to what we hear, I ask right now for all the baggage to be removed. Oh, oh, there comes the winds of eternity. Yes. Yes. Oh, let the circumcision take place. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Let it take place in your heart right now. And you know what I hear the Lord say? When you've had this circumcision, and and God is doing a circumcision right now, you will never, ever again struggle to believe that God, that God will fulfill what he spoke to you. You say, why? Because you've got, listen to me, because you've got the faith of the promise if you've been circumcised and what does the bible say it says god is not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent for had he not said it will he not yet do it i break the spirit of the age of your hearing i break the spirit of politics and deception and religion and I speak right now that your ears be clear that your ears be waxed and the things that have grown in your ear to come out that the ears be clean and that the ears be circumcised did you know beloved that there are free realms to your ear as there are three realms to your eye did you know that your ear also has free realms? In other words, your hearing has an outer court, an inner court, and a holy of holies. Let this word go into your holy of holies. Oh, I feel the presence of the Lord. Oh, he's gonna fulfill every promise right now. Lift your hands up right now. I want to pray this prayer for you right now. Father, it is written, let him that have an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Lord, we recognize that one of the signs of the remnant is a circumcised ear. I thank you, Lord God, for every person that has tuned in tonight to hear. Because now we know that faith will not be lacking. Now we know that faith will flow. Because you said in your word that the just is going to live by faith. And faith is the platform of the supernatural. I want you to lift your hands before God. I want. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to just thank the Lord and just speak this over you right now, Father. Right now, as your servant, you've authorized me to speak from the position of covenant and to be your messenger of the covenant. And I speak right now that every promise that is required for manifestation now in the lives of the people, I speak right now that the power of every promise begins to accelerate in the name of Jesus. Father, accelerate. Accelerate right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, you said in the covenant, Lord God, that our enemies will have no power over us. They will come to us one way and flee seven different directions. Father, right now, I claim covenant protection for your people. I claim covenant prosperity for your people right now. Covenant, Bibose, say, covenant prosperity for God's people now. Father, they are circumcised. So we know the promise is for them. I declare covenant health. In the name of Jesus, every living disease in these bodies now die, dissolve, disintegrate, and now come out from the root and now let resurrection life rush into these bodies let the Zoe life of God be made manifest in these bodies now, the Zoe life of God, say it after me, I claim Say that to me. I claim covenant health. I claim covenant protection. I claim covenant prosperity. In Jesus name. Say this after me. For this purpose I have been circumcised to receive the promise of the covenant. For this purpose I have been circumcised to receive the blessings. <clears throat> now say it after me. Lift your hands up right and say Say, Lord I have hearkened unto your word. I take heed and now I will see the blessings. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lift your hands up and begin to thank him for it. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Oh, yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father. I see doors. I see doors. Oh, I just saw it. I see doors, doors, doors. I see nothing but doors opening for God's people, for the circumcised of God. There are doors opening right now for you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. You have been, you you have been, and you are circumcised. Remember now what I said to you. We're seen right now in America where we are filtering the word of God through the Constitution instead of the Constitution to the word where it would be the right check and balance. This thing is so accurate, it almost scares me. Let God be true and every man a liar. The word is true, no matter what it looks like. You have been circumcised. So that means you don't see things the way everybody else sees things because you're circumcised. You are a believer in Jesus' name. Well, praise the Lord. Well, people, it's time to give. As you know, this is our church online and the, uh, 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 the details are there for you to give. And people, when we say covenant, it means you have a role to play. So in other words, what you give determines what God will release to you. You're intelligent people, and I know you understand that. So that means you give in to God in covenant language, it releases God to multiply what you give. In fact, God doesn't multiply till you give. So I want you right now just to sow a seed. Sow a seed. in the, I believe it's next week or the week after. I believe it's Pentecost. And so we understand that that's another portal time. People, don't miss these appointments with God. Don't, don't question it. If you question it, you're missing God. Just obey God with your giving. Let's bow our heads before you give. Let me bless your offering. Father God, Your word stands true. Your word is the truth. And you simply said that if we give, it says it will be given unto us. Lord, we're living in the days, we're living in the days of multiplication, Through acceleration I just heard it Multiplication Through acceleration Meaning It's not going to take as long as it used to You say why? Because the multiplication Is in acceleration form Something can multiply I just heard it Something can multiply over a period of months and years Okay I tell you right now In this covenant In this circumcision Nothing is going to take that long anymore Don't question the Lord right now. I I just heard it in the Holy Ghost. There is a multiplication through acceleration. If you give it, you'll see it. If you don't, you'll delay it. Hallelujah. Father, I bless your people right now as they give. We realize, Lord, for us to receive, we have to do our side of the covenant. You said you will open the windows of heaven, pressed down, shaken together. All that. Lord, we know all of that, but now, Lord, we want to receive all of that, don't you? Amen. Well, I, I, well, just give your offerings right now. I release you to sow your seed in Jesus' name. All the information is up on the screen. While you're giving, I want to make an announcement to you. Tomorrow evening at 7 p.m., we have decided to put... The voice of God that the prophets taught, we've decided to put it on RMM TV at 7pm tomorrow. It will be in English and Spanish. Yes, we want our Spanish brethren to get it also. Oh, it was so powerful. It was It was really wonderful. In fact, to be honest with you, um, Apostle Cynthia just left here yesterday. She so enjoyed ministering to you, and we're definitely going to bring her back again. And, uh, uh, and her husband, Apostle Billy, my great friend of years. And I know you enjoy Prophet Ron. And people, let me say this to you. I want you to go back to our momentum we did three, four weeks ago, because people, I'm telling you, there really is a momentum building. I want you to go to our YouTube channel, look at the, our momentum teaching. You know why? Because faith comes by what hearing don't stop your faith coming keep listening to it till it comes and how do you know when it comes because it begins to manifest listen to those seven days of momentum teaching and then listen to the wealth set i did with pastor to our son in the lord and then get into the voice of the lord so tomorrow i'm gonna say it again tomorrow on RMM TV at 7 p.m. in English and Spanish. Now, let me say this to our Spanish brethren: So many of you follow me, and I and I love you all. I, you know, you know my heart. You know I do. But I need you to spread the word. When you spread the word, it lets us know how much or how, how much further we can go in it, because we can do a lot of meetings that's purely Spanish. But we have to have the demand for it in order to do it. Because a lot of the Spanish brethren we know speak English. And I know a lot of you who follow us also don't speak English. But we want to minister to you more than you know. I know know you know your uncle. You know you know Apostle very well. You You know my background. My grandfather was Cuban. Okay, so you know I have a heart for you. But I need you to help us get the word out. For more Breakthrough Encounters visit us on rmm.live